How's that? See, I wanted a little greeny, a greenish glare. Yes. <laughs> See, I can't do any background colors. I'm frustrated. See, I can do all colors everywhere now. <laughs> I could download a video, I guess. <laughs> I think I messed up my lighting. I moved stuff around and changed things, but I got rid of that glare on my forehead. Oh, See? yeah. Yeah, there you go. I so, basically got rid of that light, more or less. Like, <laughs> I put actually did the only thing I could find. I couldn't find a big enough. Uh, I I just basically blocked it with tissue paper. I, I, you thought I was joking, but I found some blue tissue paper and just put it across it. So a little across, bit of blue lights and, coming and, through, and that really helped. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I, I was just trying I to knock the got, light out. I was trying <laughs> to get rid of it, and I couldn't turn it all the way off because that really made it look bad. What we used to do for like uh, getting gr little red spots and stuff. You know, because red spots were difficult. You know, uh, it's it would seem like lighting guys, you would think a lighting guy would always have like a bright red gel, but they never right. have a bright red gel. <laughs> yeah, that's that's your imagination going, there's a bright red gel around here somewhere, right? So uh, we would, <laughs> I would send somebody to an auto parts store to get a, a, a trailer light, right? And take that red globe off of it and use it. <laughs> Man, I used to have boxes of them in the corners just just because I wanted a little red flash somewhere. You know? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's funny because I was I had this one light that I thought was too yellow. Yeah. <laughs> and the only thing I could find was a couple blue folder like plastic folder covers. And That's I was like, a great solution. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I, I gotta have some blue somewhere. God, the the shit that I put over light bulbs in the, over the years, you know. Just, just amazing. Just anything you could possibly imagine. Uh, uh, you know, uh, a lot of times, <laughs> a lot of times the uh, the Helms company had a uh, had a really perfect orange uh, bread thing that they put the bread in, right? That plastic thing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> great orange light. It was great. <laughs> oh, that was awesome. Used to knew it. I used to know all these things that you could like toys and folders and whatever you would imagine, you know, that you could actually use for that. Yeah. Well, I was like, I don't have any. I have some gels that are just, you know, basically well, neutral density. The, the I don't question, have any colors. The question <laughs> that you really have to ask yourself is, what do you have at three in the morning? <laughs> <laughs> right. Because now you've worked on set, and now you know exactly what I'm talking about. Whatever <laughs> what, you can steal. Well, yeah, what do you have at 3 in the morning? Yeah, oh, uh, I would take Chad's taillight off his truck. <laughs> in a heartbeat, yeah, that Raptor thing. Yeah. Right, yeah. yeah. Just, just because it would achieve two things. A, <laughs> you would get a red color and it pissed Chad off. Right, And, yep. and, and that's just, you know what? That's gold on top <laughs> with diamonds. Gold right. with diamonds. <laughs> exactly. Oh, um, so is that, that that movie you were talking about? Is that is that going to be a brown space films? Uh, it isn't, oh, okay. and it was not intentionally set up as a brown space. Okay, film. I was curious because I, uh, I was going to promote since they're kind of our sponsor. I was going to like talk about that, and well, but, that's perfectly okay to talk with. I could uh, talk about the other one though, the Star Trek one, and then you can, if you feel like it, you can mention the other one. Or since it's already announced, I figured you might want to. I, I will do that. Yeah, let's we'll we'll bring it in. We'll bring it in, baby. Why don't we just start off with that? Well, I think that we're already starting off with all kinds oh. of great stuff, aren't we? We are. Yes, we are. I mean, gosh, we, we've all, we've already gone to like insider uh, uh, insider uh, helm spread <laughs> knowledge, you know. Come on. I feel bad for Chad, though. Yeah. Poor guy. <laughs> uh, 
That's no point in that. I like Chad. He was just a little grumpy. That, I, that's my take on I, him. I do too, but he was particularly <laughs> grumpy to me, I might add. <laughs> but no, actually, I liked he him. Might have been, I, I, I like Chad a lot. I, I helped uh, him with his legs, his uh, dismembered legs and arms and stuff. So. Well, who hasn't helped him with his dismembered arms? <laughs> right. Well, you said yeah. please, so I'm like, well, okay. Yeah, Why not? Okay, I'll help you put yeah. these arms and legs in a truck. <laughs> Whatever. I don't know where they came from. <laughs> yeah. No. Mm. No, they said, uh, you know, Chad, do you have a broken – Chad, uh, you're walking funny. Do you have a broken leg? Yeah, oh, it's a whole truck full. Holy shit. What do you need? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, this is a good opportunity for us to thank our – our sponsor because thank our sponsor chad actually worked on a movie with us that's called right vengeance vengeance and, uh, brown space films and, and vengeance is uh vengeance is still doing really well yeah and oh. uh, i i would like to throw something on you know you know that that was a cloud there was a a lot of collaboration between uh me and jeremy brown and that and so yeah um i was uh i was offered uh, a film called uh the house in the pines nice and when i when they offered me to direct the film uh i thought well yeah but you know there was a certain strength in uh jeremy and i together and uh he certainly uh loves to deal with things like casting which i i would just as soon um <laughs> right chew a, chew a log Let's and he's really way. good at that and he's really good at that. And and so I thought, you know what, you know, I, I am, I'm, uh, I am going to go for, I've always been a team player. Uh, and wait, so, what? <laughs> I didn't need that. Based one. on your stories. Uh, yeah. Yeah. At least in my stories, I always, at least, at least it, it, retrofittingly. <laughs> I've always been a team player. And, uh, and so I thought, you know what, we would, uh, Let's see if we can just uh, go in and do that together. Well, you guys work and, together well, and I, I got. We I mean, once you get past kind of constant hand holding, it's it's not so distracting. The <laughs> wow, you just came up with that on the fly, did you? I did. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's pretty good. I, I could like, do worse. <laughs> kind of like that. It could be worse. <laughs> it could be worse. Right. <laughs> it could be less sexual. And non-sexual. <laughs> but it was great to have Jeremy at the helm. Is there any other projects you wanted to mention in there? Well, let's see. We're uh, <laughs> uh, we're doing a Star Trek thing. Ah, see? I thought you'd uh, catch on there. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. no. That, it, and that's, uh, Jer that's Jeremy directing. Um, and, uh, of course, I've completely forgotten the, the name of it. Uh, do you have the name? Warriors Death? Warriors yes. Star Trek, a Warriors Death. Uh, uh, Star Trek, a Warriors um, uh, Cremation Service. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's, 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 you know what? It, it's, it's actually um, part short film and um, part advertisement for a uh, downtown, uh, uh, downtown Idaho. You know, uh, Boise, Idaho, uh, crematorium. Oh, really? yeah. very nice. Didn't know that. It's well, futuristic. <laughs> you know, they're they're trying they're trying something new, and 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 this is about as new as you can get. This is future, actually. So, um, hmm. yeah. So, God, so much stuff happening. I mean, really, we could just sit here and talk about uh, 
stupid things that are happening. I mean, I'm going up to do a, a tour of the East Coast right now uh, of the Northeast uh, for uh, signing autographs nice. and stuff. We have some animation going. So uh, some of the conventions are coming back. Well, yeah, but they're coming back in little tiny pieces. Uh, so Beans is there in small pieces. I'm just kind of going uh, uh, a promoter friend of mine uh, with um, – um, Peter Pivadarama, uh, and with uh, a lot of the cast from Nightmare on Elm Street 4, uh, we're basically going to uh, hang out in a hotel uh, for the month of October and uh, hit a whole bunch of places up around uh, New York State and uh, Philadelphia and Pennsylvania and, nice. and you know all those areas up in the uh, the Northeast are having like one day and two day events that are outdoors. And uh, we figured that we would just take advantage of them and, and make a few of our own because it's October, you know, Why we, not? Want to, we want to spread the horror. And, yeah. Uh, well, back in April, I was, I was day- daydreaming. I was like, I should create my own festival called COVID con. And if I would have gotten on it, I would have been, I'd right. probably be having it right now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> not COVID, yeah. but the convention. Yeah. Well, yeah, I was, <laughs> but have wait, it all like you know on Zoom. Just have it all a virtual. Didn't two hundred thousand people show up? <laughs> right. Ow. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I apologize. I apologize profusely. <laughs> See, I would do it virtually and have like a way that people could give you money virtually, and then you just yeah. send them the signed autograph in the mail. Oh well, yeah. Actually, that's 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 you. You have no idea. That's been a huge business. It, oh, I believe it. I I I I am like all over that. Well, uh, you know what? I don't I, charge I, for as much as you do. <laughs> Just saying. If anybody wants my autograph, I have I mean, a lot of stuff. My, my I'm reasonable rates. Out, in and out of the door. <laughs> reasonable rates. Oh, there you go. It's so like I might um, even pay some people to take it. You know what? <laughs> You know what? I was just watching a film. Oh. I, I was just watching a film. Uh, it's called Evil Dead 2. Oh, whoa. I saw that one, too. You did? I got to yes. tell you something. Especially Beans, is, that's kind of what we do here. <laughs> just just it's, for the hell of it. I was just going to say, I know it sounds funny, but we actually we actually review these films. Oh, well, yeah, I mean, loosely. And uh loosely, I mean, and about as loose a review as you can get. <laughs> but uh see, I remember a time like right around um just after uh Nightmare on Elm Street 4. Uh this here this came out in 1988, right? Uh, 87. Dead, 87, Evil Dead 2. I was just uh finishing up um I was just finishing up the fourth nightmare on Elm street. And, uh, and I got a call from Ramey from Sam Ramey. And, uh, we had talked about, uh, me doing this film, uh, evil dead Two, And the thing is, is there was just still, the timing was just bad from the point of view. We were just clearing up stuff on nightmare on Elm street four. And, uh, I kind of uh, was really tired too. <laughs> I was exhausted, and uh, I think that they actually started uh, 
strongly in pre-production by the time that we were finishing up. And uh, I, I didn't get it. I did, however, work later on on Mantis with Sam Raimi's company and Renaissance and then uh, went on to uh, do the Hercules shows. But uh, so this is an, this this film. The thing that I was thinking about this film is this film is a forerunner of Peter Jackson's film. Uh, right. A yeah. little, in the early 90s, Peter Jackson did. Oh, I can't. You're saying Dead Alive? Right. Dead Alive. Yeah. yeah, he did Dead Alive. Wasn't that and, around the same time? Or wasn't it about, I thought it was later. No, it was later. It was, it was oh, no, early, early 90s. 90s. Oh, okay. Early 90s, yeah. Uh, it's funny. I thought that too, but I, I think it was because of uh, Evil Dead 2. That Dead Alive, and Dead Alive certainly uh, got its uh, frenetic weirdness, you, you know, from... Uh, from that film, it had to have. I mean, that's they—they they, they just <laughs> yeah. they, you could you could literally intercut the middle of those two films with each other, and they would totally not make sense. <laughs> but but still look like the same film. <laughs> uh, so did you know? You, well, there's you, a connection with that and Nightmare on Elm Street. Did you know the connection and? The glove. Yeah, the glove. I was going to say, like, uh, the glove is behind Nightmare on Elm Street. Didn't they use something from Evil Dead in Nightmare on Elm Street? Yeah. Which one? Oh, the first one, I well, think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the thing is, is we, is, uh, we actually in Nightmare on Elm Street 4, and I can't even remember what it was, but we, we used. I think it was a poster. Well, I think it was a poster. And then they turned around and they used the glove hanging beside one of the doors down in the basement. Yeah, they actually used it in two spots. They used it uh, next to a door and above a door. And, and I actually door, watched yeah. this twice to try to see the glove. <laughs> I only saw the one above, by the door. I didn't see I, the one above. I, I, I didn't see the one above the door. I saw the one by the door. But, but I, I looked it up and I saw some screenshots of it. So they obviously exist. Here's the thing. is <laughs> You can never tell, depending on the aspect ratio that you're looking at, as to how much of the top of a frame you actually see, uh, it's it, it's incredible how much it it changes from uh, one viewing to the other. You know, right? So uh, I just have to say I totally love this film. I mean, it it is absolutely bonkers. And <laughs> if you go into the first one thinking any kind of coherent thought. And then think that this is going to finish that thought? Mm -hmm. You're wrong. <laughs> it's not. Yeah. This, this absolutely is just uh, tripping. Just absolute tripping. I agree. Yeah. When I remember I, seeing this, uh, I think the first time I saw this was on HBO or something like, I don't remember when it was. I think it was in high school. But I yeah. remember the scene, the fight scene. I really remember that one. Because I saw this late at night, and he, Bruce Campbell could totally be a puppeteer because he's oh, very good oh. with the. Oh, absolutely! Oh, you mean the fight scene with his own <laughs> yes. with his own body? Oh, yeah, that. Oh, yeah, that was pretty yeah. pretty awesome. Yeah, it is pretty awesome. <laughs> Epic is the word I would use. I, I I love that. At the start of the film, he's got two hands, and by the end of the film, he literally has a 
uh, a chainsaw on his hand, and literally all he does to start it up now at this point is just shake his hand like that, and it starts. You go, why is it we know that? Right, exactly. <laughs> why is it that he knows that? That's what I want to know. How did he? Oh, hey, look, it starts. All right, that's great. <laughs> no, logic kind of goes out the door, and uh, and thank God it did. Yeah. You know, because you could tell that there was a certain point where they just started to do things just because it was freaking cool. But <laughs> I have to tell you, there there are scenes in there where he's looking at the, uh, you know, the moose that's in there, the the deer head that comes, yeah, that, that turns tur- turns around to see him. There is a scene. There's a scene where absolutely everything in there is jumping around, right? <laughs> yes. Yes. And, the great thing about it is that is you're looking at it and you know that that's all practically being done practically, right? You know, like th- there's puppeteers. Yeah, there's somebody there behind the everywhere. <laughs> yeah, you, you know, every once in a while, I I know what it takes to do something like that, and so when I see a scene like that, I try. I, I can see in my mind. I can I can see just all the puppeteers. Hi, I'm Kurt Thomas. I'm with the Dream Warrior Review Podcast, and I'm interrupting our podcast to tell you that we have a new sponsor, Brown Space Films. One of my favorite companies is sponsoring our podcast. I mean, how lucky can we be? They have movies like Mythos, Torment, Measure, to name a couple. Oh, and of course, I can't forget my favorite, Friday the 13th, 13th. Vengeance. I mean, that was a great film. I mean, the set decoration... It was just beautiful. And you can't forget Dustin Montiers. He's so handy with the camera. And he makes everything look so pretty. They have a new film they're working on. A Star Trek film, Warrior's Death. So check it out. Please check out their website, brownspacefilms.com. And of course, you can check them out on Facebook. At Brown Space Films. Why not do that after this? Because you're going to listen to the rest of our podcast, right? You better, you better, you better. Thank you, thank you. Right. right, you know, yeah. it, it, like there's probably people literally stacked on top of each other out there. You know, there's 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 a guy on one side of the ladder, a guy on the other side of the ladder, and two people in, underneath the ladder trying to get their arms in around and trying. Like, I'm going to make this table lamp do, and I'm going to make this book, and I'm going to make three of these books go. Well, I'm making another four of the books to go, and hey, hey, wait, 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 get out of the way because I got to make this these antlers come across the sea. It's it's hilarious. There there's a couple scenes there that are so wide that <laughs> everything's going at once. And the thing I gotta hand this to Bruce Campbell because I always love it when the star reaches out and and, and tries to to become a part of of all the effects that are going on. I mean, Robert England is actually a master at this. Uh, but obviously, Bruce Campbell started to get into this up and down thing, going like he's dancing with the lamp, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh God damn, that's great. <laughs> I like the uh, <laughs> I like the Wizard of Time aspects to this one. 
Oh yeah. Oh, especially when he's like going through the forest backwards. <laughs> the scene, the scene of him going through the forest and going, uh, and the thing is, is you know exactly how they did that, right? They, <laughs> they had to have him on a gant on a gimbal, right? And they probably, you know, put up all kinds of leaves in a row uh, for him to hit as he went. Funny as he went, it can't have been very comfortable. <laughs> no, no. Well, he said I, I saw like I was I was scouring the uh, trivia just like because I do that when I really like something. Right. <laughs> but I, I saw that he actually thought he was going to drown when when the blood was coming into his face from the wall. From the wall. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was a lot of blood. It was a lot of blood. I, I really liked that shot and also the the one with the blood coming out of the cellar. That was pretty amazing too. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, it, I, I love just. <laughs> I love the fact that there's the drip, 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 drip. Then, and then all the, then it's like eighteen fire hoses right in the face. You know, that's great stuff. It really is. It's, I think. Uh, I oh, go ahead. Well, yeah, I, I just, I just love the fact that we got so much into. I mean, that whole series i mean the, the whole the whole movie is kind of just about a set and and a and a character and then later a group of characters yeah but the weird thing is, is you have to understand is that uh he's just for probably two-thirds of the film it's just him and yeah. the set right and there's a certain part where you have no idea which side, which one of them is winning. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's funny you say that though. Cause I was notating that like, I, I was thinking to myself, there's like pretty one dimensional actors in this one. Like uh, all the actors are great, oh. but the, the characters, the only two characters that have more than one dimension are Bruce Campbell and the right. set. And the set. <laughs> Basically. Right. Everybody I, else I, is just absolutely. so flat. <laughs> dead, dead flat you know really no you're you're absolutely right and 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 the great thing about it was that you kind of knew that bruce campbell was going to survive through it of course at the same time that you knew no one else was <laughs> <laughs> well i was kind of hopeful that the girl would make it but yeah it didn't I, look well so good. i i thought it was it was interesting because it was so much the opposite of the other one yeah well the, the other the, one uh, Oh, there's one thing I really like about the other one. It's more of an art film to me. Like, uh, especially the audio. Like, this one didn't have the crazy, ridiculous audio that the first right, one had. Right, it really didn't. It, didn't. <laughs> it had little sounds here and there. And they did a lot of production, obviously, afterwards. But, like, with yeah, the hand and everything. Not, well, you see, they're, they're so strongly two different films. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And this is supposed to, this is not really a sequel to the first one. Well, I don't know what this is to the first one. This, this is, it's... It's a remake of it, you know. Well, it, it's so the really funny thing is, is uh, I guess it was supposed to be a sequel, um, but they, they they were trying to get the footage to recap the story and have a narrative over it, right? And I guess they couldn't get the rights. <laughs> so, uh, but this really isn't their a sequel. Own film? It's not. Yeah, a, that's that's such a Hollywood story, right there. Yeah. We we couldn't get the rights to our own film, which we I think is ridiculous. But yeah, well, you know. That's... <laughs> no, but really, I think uh, this film doesn't need to be so cool because it's so different, and it's. Uh, I mean, what else do you have to think about? Why the hell would he go back to a cabin after that first one? <laughs> yeah, exactly, I mean, who would know? go back to a freaking cabin? Well, that's. <laughs> that's the point the point is it's just the same story it's it's the same 
thing all over again. It's like, uh, let's try this again. And we're going to just do a slightly <laughs> Now that we have more money, more we're budget. Gonna do, yeah, we're going to more money and we're going to we're going to do a different take on it, right? You know? Yeah. And they really did. They, they but but like I say, two thirds of the film, nothing but him in the set, you yeah. know? And uh, well, he had a lot of development too because he started off pretty like, okay, I'm going to a cabin with my girlfriend, you know, <laughs> like right. then, he, <laughs> then he went from that to psycho at the end, like you know, like uh, American psycho kind of crazy. Well, you know, <laughs> I, and I thought about this, I thought it, there is something about the first one that I don't think that this could have existed without the first one as a setup to it, and I don't think that. In other words, I think that if you watched it purely, I don't think that you would get as much out of it unless you watched the first one, right? right. Yeah. Because, because for instance, and let me just give you this: <laughs> there's no reason that you have to question that there's a locked trap door in the middle of the room, right? <laughs> I mean, I mean, there is no setup for that at all no. they just look at it and go well i wonder what's down there everybody has that on the floor <laughs> everybody's got one of those and it still had the same locks as the first yeah, one yeah. On it. so you have to ask yourself well it, it do do i don't think this is weird just because this has already been set up or <laughs> or do do i think that this is weird because i just watched a guy have a you know 10 minute fight with his own hand right <laughs> Well, they kind of explained it. So if you saw this the first time and you're wondering that, they explained it when the guy said, I, I killed my wife and buried her in the cellar because she was possessed by a demon. So maybe that's right. why he... Oh, yeah. But 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 it had the same doors it did in the first yes. one. Yeah. Right? And, and the so, blood was all different colors too, which apparently uh, I guess was yeah. to avoid getting an X rating. But I thought that was kind of a weird explanation too. I'm like, really? really? <laughs> Green blood and white blood? Well, yeah, it's interesting that the red blood turns into the black blood right yeah. oh that was awesome yeah in midstream you know <laughs> Ugh. yeah did you did you catch the uh um it reminded me a lot of friday the 13th the chest of souls you know in the, the the big head coming through the wall or through the door oh, oh absolutely that's nightmare on Elm street four yeah yeah, and that, three that's what was insane to me i was like oh the chest of souls and it was like <laughs> but it was a different oh, format uh, <laughs> you know what Every good film, every good horror film has got to have at least one chest of souls. Of course. You know what? Yeah. And, uh, and at least 10% of the love stories out there. Well, if you don't have a chest of souls, at least have a chest. I mean, <laughs> this one didn't have any bare chest, but anyway, that's yes. okay. I've well, gotten over that. Well, no, that is not true. Oh, it had the bare chest on the, the yeah, you're right. It did yeah. on the, that crazy the dancing, headless, the crazy yeah. headless dancing skeleton. Yeah, I, I was thinking when I saw that, I said, you know, there's uh, Kurt Spress. <laughs> I, I don't mean Kurt Spress. I mean Kurt Spress. You know. Well, actually, I've gained a little weight, so yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did. I was wondering one thing about this. Like, obviously, it was humor. Was it, a lot of the humor was intentional, but I was wondering, like, how much of that do they intend at the beginning? Because it, I mean, it seems like maybe they were taking it seriously. At the, kind of at the beginning and then kind of came up with all these goofy things they can throw in there or do they intend it to be that funny um you see what i'm saying <laughs> i mean it was still it was still kind of scary the, like freaky the, yeah but but there's got to be something about it 
Because the whole about, thing I thought was funny. The but. whole the, the whole thing is 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 this is as you're throwing Bruce Campbell at this, <laughs> there's just no way to keep a straight face. You know, <laughs> I I mean, you know, it's there's there's something about the way that he only half reacts <laughs> to all of it <laughs> coming at him. You know, like that. Yeah, yeah. He does a good Clint Eastwood too, though. Yeah, no, he does. I, th- I think he's really oh, underrated, actually. I mean, I-, I feel like he should be more well-known and more popular than he is. Oh, oh, absolutely. But at the same time, you know, would be Bruce Campbell if he was. Right. That's true. <laughs> you can say that about a lot of my favorite musicians. It's like... Yeah, yeah, you know, would, yeah, right. So, I was just listen- listening to World Party last night, and I was thinking about, man, this guy has an amazing voice, but they just never really became big. Like, There's so many people out there with amazing voices. Yeah, and he was a great songwriter, too. I mean, he is a great songwriter. He's still alive, obviously. But. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> have you heard my voice when my head's been held underwater? <laughs> <laughs> it's beautiful. So uh, speaking of that, I just watched Shazam. I, I had I rented the the Shazam. <laughs> yeah, just because I was curious, and I, I remember you told me it was horrible, and I was like, I yeah. should have listened to Mick. Yeah, <laughs> but I was remembering that that scene where he was underwater going Shazam. You can hear. <laughs> that was oh a bad movie. God, but anyway, so, movie so, yeah, don't terrible. watch that one. But rent this yeah. one or watch this one. Yes, watch it. You guys, you got to watch this. This is this has got to be up there with uh, uh I I I would have to rate this uh four and a half stars this is this is really one of the classics i think i gave the first one a four and a, four and a half i think yeah. i think i want to give this like a 4.8 i mean i really liked it there, like there almost a five almost perfect there you go guys except for they so, shot it in north carolina so yeah <laughs> well now i'm pretty close to there so you know you don't know you, are you trying to wrap it up because I, I had a lot more to say okay well you know what Oh, wait, let, have, okay, let me go back I here. To, I don't have to wrap it up. Let me rewind myself just a few seconds. Okay. It's, see, because I've been doing all the damn talking. Here. Oh, okay, uh, wait, wait, wait. Okay, I'm ready. <laughs> Someone just walked over my grave. Oh, shut up and talk. You missed it. You missed my performance. Ready? Oh, did I? Well, I was... <laughs> Somebody just walked over my grave. <laughs> anyway, um, that was one of my favorite lines. That actually yeah, probably well, was my favorite line. Yeah, right. Because <laughs> that was just so bizarre. <laughs> so, so it was it was uh it, it, it was subtlety in the middle of just utter chaos right <laughs> so what i wanted to say was i'd give this a 4.8 because of the following reasons it had mm. great actors had a great weird screenplay it had a lot of humor that was awesome it had a lot of gore it had a lot of blood it had demon breasts i mean you can't go wrong with that and then it also had no character growth of any characters. They're all one-dimensional, <laughs> except for the, the awesome set and, of course, Ash, Bruce Campbell. Bruce Campbell. And, you Bruce know, Campbell. the stop motion, the sped-up film, the jump scares, the evil Harry Potter trees, the blood yeah, of the- every color, <laughs> the good humor. I already said humor. I, I, the, I already said the that. The miniatures, the stop motion, yes. <laughs> the, the dancing room, the dancing exactly. lights, uh, uh, the, the, the multicolors of blood. It's this has got it all. Yeah, absolutely. I don't have anything else to say. I'm done. Okay. <laughs> I do want to say one thing though. Yeah, I was gonna say. Work shit. Work shit. <laughs> By the way, oh, see now you're gonna get me going. Where did that word come from? Who said that word? Uh, Ash said it, right? Right. <laughs>
But why did Ash say that? And it was uh, totally like dubbed later, obviously. Yeah, yeah, it was just out there in the middle, just work check. It's where Linda and, bites his hand. You know, you know, here's the thing. You know that you know that you have a film that's gonna go completely bad off the rails when <laughs> when just when just a word coming out of the middle of nowhere just doesn't even seem like the weirdest thing that's going to happen <laughs> within within the next 30 seconds, right? Exactly, yeah. Well, I, I had to look that up too, so I, I saw somewhere that it was, I can't remember where I found this, but it was uh, online, I guess. He was working with, um, God, who was he working with? He was doing Escape from L.A., and Kurt Russell right. said to Bruce Campbell on the set, say work shit. That would have been interesting to see that conversation. But anyway. Yeah, I would have loved it. Okay, guys. Thanks a lot. Bye. Bye. Dead by Dawn. 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 Dead by Dawn.